Welcome to the discussion, Cloud Strategies, sponsored by Prospecta. Here's today's moderator, Jason Miller. Welcome to the discussion. My guests today are Sean Mullen, Senior Vice President, Corporate Business Development and Sales at Prospecta. Sean, welcome to the discussion. And Stu Hammer, Senior Director, Application Offering and Advisory Services at Prospecta as well. Stu, welcome to the discussion too. For our conversation today, we're going to talk about cloud, but it's a little different discussion than what we've had in the last seven or 10 years with agencies and contractors. It's not a matter of if or should, but of when and how. It's no longer talking about infrastructure or platform, but software and applications, and most importantly, mission improvements. And we're going to continue our discussion about how agencies can make the right decisions of which applications should be moved to the cloud, which ones should be retired, and which ones should maybe be updated but still kept on-premise in agency data centers. So let's get started. My guest once again, Sean Mullen, Senior Vice President, Corporate Business Development and Sales at Prospecta, Stu, and Stu Hammer, Senior Director, Application Offerings and Advisory Services, also at Prospecta. Let me start with uh, Sean. We've been talking about this move to the cloud for quite a while, right? It feels like a decade at least. We're agencies today, it's, it's a much different conversation. It is, Jason. And as you probably heard from a lot of people come talk to you, they're all in different parts of their journey, right? Um, but after all these years, I do think there is some clarity in the market that we're starting to see now. We're seeing that clearly the end state is going to be a hybrid environment. So there's going to be public, there's going to be private, there's going to be off-prem, there's going to be on-prem. Um, we're seeing a movement to as-a-service delivery and consumption models. Whether, as you mentioned, infrastructure, platform, software, or overall managed service environment, right? We're seeing the drivers of cloud not only be uh, the same as they were, but even be um, exceeded in terms of not just cost savings, but they want to improve mission effectiveness. They want to talk about agility. They want to drive agile development. Um, so those things are all driving to this tipping point we're at now, which is we're moving from some of those initial deployments, a lot of public websites and things like that, to a true um, plan of what's going to move to the cloud. Uh, and that's really where we are as a company, right? We are as a legacy company, did a lot of data center work. You know, did old hosting, infrastructure, uh, ran government data centers, we as a company now have to evolve into a cloud services provider. And so as we look, as, as you talked about, with our current partners or new customers going forward, it's about getting in there and helping them on their journey. We go in there, we, we advise, we talk about transformation, and then eventually get to a run state. And that's where Stu and his team have really developed some capabilities to help them on that journey. Yeah, Sean, let me, let me supplement that. If, um, so we have a capability and it, it really pivots off of some of the apps rationalization and moving to the cloud, it's called our application transformation to cloud. It's advise, transform, and manage. It's really about the advisory doing a, a, a top-down, bottom-up analysis of the portfolio, really understanding, shaking it out, and, and clearly um, coming up with a plan, a strategy, a roadmap for cloud suitability around those applications, what stays, what goes, and what needs to be remediated. And that's probably one of the biggest challenges agencies have, just simply understanding their portfolio and driving what needs to be done with that portfolio. Especially as Sean mentioned, in a hybrid model where you're going to have uh, what stays in the data center and what goes into the cloud and which cloud, and, and making that transformation and that's the the other aspect and once you develop that roadmap and the the key capabilities around short term and medium and long term capabilities getting it into the cloud and and building that that strategy building and executing on it and helping the the agencies get there today i believe that they have done a good job of moving their IT, email, collaboration. Now they're in mission, now they're in the business, and it's a little more complex. 
This is where you know the transformation services really kick in, and then ultimately, as Sean mentioned, how do we manage it and, and run it uh, in an as-a-service model? I want to go back to something that Sean said, but there's plenty to follow up on. You talk about the consumption-based model. Now, Prospecta is known in many ways for the managed services, right? I mean, if you look back at your, go back to your old EDS days, right? NMCI is your most famous, and, and in many ways, and, and I know that maybe some people would disagree, <laughs> um, successful NMCI has, has worked out in Gen now. Why is the, is the consumption model different than managed services? Maybe we could put a finer line around those two. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we talk about it as a service, and clearly when you talk about the cloud, as you mentioned, people talk about infrastructure as a service, so they, they talk about hosting and moving that right away. And then software as a service, as the government goes forward and starts to really adopt COTS types technology, um, they get that as a service now. They don't buy a COTS product, they don't build a COTS product, they don't go develop from scratch, right? So whether it's Workday, whether it's Salesforce, something like that. And platform as a service is really where they're going to launch. Um, as, you, as you talk about, we have a long history as a managed service. Um, Delivery model can be the same. It's fixed price, it's with SLAs. We deliver a service, um, but the environment's different, right? It's, it's not the government data centers to desktops, now we're going from cloud to right. handhelds, right? So the, the delivery model's the same, our strengths are still the same, but the environment's changing dramatically from NMCI of 2001 to where Air Force, Army, Navy going as enterprise as a service, right? And that's where I think the integrators, not just us, but everyone in town, are moving into those skill sets, right? Uh, it's, it's what drove, it's our number one strategy, it's what drove our first acquisition as a new company. We bought Nightpoint, um, and they are a managed service provider around cloud security as a service for DHS and DISA. I mean, that was a statement of how important, what we see the market going, how important this is to our market. I think that it's, it's a fascinating that the model has changed. I mean, it had to change because of the cloud, but uh, again, I'll go back to our agencies, are they able to buy, managed service, I think they can buy. They can tell you or whomever, We'll buy X and we'll give you Y. Mm -hmm. But consumption is, is, is that's a different challenge. Yeah, measuring, I mean, clearly, you know, it, so Air Force, I'll just use a couple examples. Air Force and Army right now are moving out and they're actually calling it enterprise IT as a service, right? So they're using the OTA model to do a lot of experiments, right? So how do I get direct network access? How do I get to the public cloud? How do I do storage? And, and end user, right? And clearly, the part of that learning curve, why they're taking these bite sizes with these OTAs, is to learn that consumption right, model, right. delivery and consumption, right? You don't want to dial something to 10 and leave it there <laughs> because then you're not saving the money, right? You got to learn to adapt and take advantage of the scalability that cloud gives you, right? That is, that is the advantage for the government, and that's what I think they're starting to learn through some of these OTAs and experiments and pilots. And, and Stu, part of that consumption model, understanding how to buy and consume like we do electricity or so many mm -hmm. other things, is understanding what you have and, and what those needs are. And so walk me through that as you guys work with agencies and, and help them understand their inventories and their roadmap. What are you seeing? Do they have a pretty good idea of where they want to go? Or is it the type of thing what we saw with some of the cybersecurity efforts around the government where, wow, we have 30% more devices or, or, or you know, access points than we realize. What, what, what are you seeing from customers? Typically what we, uh, we see is that um, agencies don't have a, a really good understanding of their entire portfolio. Mm -hmm. They, uh, they um, have a pretty good understanding of some of the core mission systems, but when it's extended beyond that and, and really understanding that, and what I mean by that is looking at it from an application perspective, infrastructure, and then also the organization. Um, and, and that portfolio is, is critical uh, to drive that consumption model to understand the uh, agility you're going to get, the cost savings you're going to get as you, as you move into that as a service capability. So we have um, really 
sharpened the spear, so to speak, in, in terms of being able to put a, a GPS compass on this and being able to really look at it from their current state, doing a top-down, bottom-up, looking at it from cost, risk, and um, technical quality and functional quality, and really the cloud suitability, security uh, issues, and, uh, those and then driving that into a roadmap and a wave plan that can be executed in you know, uh, short, medium, and long-term initiatives. And that, those really typically fall into the, uh, either you can lift and shift it, rehost it, refactor it, where most of the you know, agency portfolio is falling, or simply having to uh, rebuild it, re-architect, or uh, replace it. If I had to just jump in, Jason, I mean, what we don't want to have is random acts of cloud, right? <laughs> so we don't want people just going that. And you know, some of the challenges that the government has has always been there. So it's, it's organizational, it's cultural, it's the resource owners, from all different point of view. So as you know, from many different attempts at this, at the enterprise level, you got to deal with various resource owners. And that can be a challenge. And so the government is getting better at that, and they're getting better at acquiring cloud. Um, so we're getting there. Again, we're reaching that tipping point in willingness to move mission and business apps. We're getting there in willingness to change the way they want to do business and in their willingness to organize and, and behave differently. I love that random acts of cloud. I think <laughs> for the last decade, I think we've had a few random acts. <laughs> True. What, when you talk about the, the other models, the infrastructure platform or software, I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about as a service. Are you starting to see agencies also uh, move off of the initial infrastructure and move to platform and to software? Is that starting to pick up steam? Maybe Sean? You know, I, I, what I see is infrastructure was the easiest move, right? And it moves you out, it gets you out of data centers, gets you out of hosting, and it, it moves you into a, a commercial cloud or a private environment. And clearly, I think software as a service is behind that uh, as a second. You know, the government is, is now starting to buy those commercial packages which are delivered um, as a service. Platform is where the real benefit will be reached, but uh, I don't see it there yet. Um, contracts and platforms are still being put in place. Um, but clearly, if you went up the tier in the pecking order, first one's being done, second one's being done, the third one is where I think you're going to see the maximum benefit. And, and why is platform, maybe Stu, you can jump in on this, why is platform the maximum benefit versus software? I would think with the number of applications, that, as you've probably seen, if they can move 80%, 70%, whatever that number is to the cloud, that would be the maximum benefit, but why platform? Well, it, uh, from a couple uh, perspectives. Number one, uh, software, <coughs> software as a service is utopia, obviously, but there's cost, and every you know all roads lead to money with the <laughs> agencies. So it, there's a cost in running that. You can run your 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 P, you can run your uh, HR system in in the as a you know uh, software as a service model, and many agencies are doing it. And it's focused on that shared services model that the government's trying to push. But there is a cost, and there's uh, so the as Sean was referencing, the platform as a service gives uh, the next step up from the infra the infrastructure as a service to to really drive. Um, uh, flexibility because your, your developers are, are building their applications and, and deploy, you don't have to worry about the deployment. You, it, it's all containerized and it's managed by the cloud uh, service providers and, and it gives you a lot more flexibility if you don't want to deal with all the complexity around dealing with the hundreds of services that, that uh, you have to focus on. I think it really enables the agile environment, the agile development, right? So that's where they really have to go to really improve citizen services and obviously some of their mission effectiveness. We used to talk about cloud and, and IT modernization more broadly. Really got a big push after the uh, major breach at the 2015 at the Office of Personnel Management. And the real push for IT modernization and cloud, again, was a big part of that was 
cybersecurity. I get a sense today that the, that the what's driving the move to the cloud, what's driving IT modernization, yes, cyber, but more, more than just cyber these days. What, what do you see as you talk to customers? Is cyber kind of the 1A, but there's a one in front of it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Stu can talk about this at length because he, he, he writes papers on it, I think. Um, <laughs> not that I read them. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the legacy environment's chewing up their budget. I mean, yeah. at the end, of the, you can't get around it, right? Uh, some of it's not being supported, um, and it's just, what is the stats? Like 80% of their budget is going to supporting that legacy environment. No matter what, they have to move. It's just, it's chewing up their whole budget, right? So, to me, that is, the cost savings has always been the immediate draw and attractiveness uh, because they can modernize and they can align to where they want to bring their mission. And then clearly security, machine learning, AI, and all the stuff that can be enabled through the cloud. But that legacy environment's really choking their budgets. I, I, I'll just supplement what John has uh, mentioned. And, and uh, the, uh, the cost savings is, is a big driver behind this. But um, I think the other issues are, are really kind of the forcing function around uh, some of the legislation, the modernizing government technology, the uh, aspects of uh, OMB pushing out uh, the cloud smart. And it, even though some of the legislation is, is somewhat slowing down, uh, the, the focus of these agencies is, has really picked up from what it's been over the last, you know, say seven years and focusing on modernization and, and driving that forward. And the one other thing that I'll mention is agility. Mm -hmm. And you know, cost savings certainly, but agility is, is really a, a key driver. I mean, we've seen in some of our DoD clients, not just the cost savings, but we've seen um, a significant improvement in the, the uh, time to value, um, where releases were taking uh, over months down to weekly. And, and our, our stakeholders are like, I don't have to worry about you testing or, or delivering. I can, I can see the results on, a, on an agile uh, basis real quickly. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we can go into some of those other reasons why the cloud and, and IT modernization is some of the benefits that come with it. You're listening to the Discussion Cloud Strategies, sponsored by Prospecta on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Mission-focused cloud solutions. It's what we do. At Prospecta, we help our customers define, develop, and deploy a clear cloud strategy. No matter how complex the environment, we know what it takes to make government cloud successful. Bottom line, everyone talks about cloud, but Prospecta will actually get you there. Unleash your potential today. Learn more at prospecta.com slash cloud. Welcome back, you're listening to the discussion Cloud Strategies, sponsored by Prospecta on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today, Sean Mullen, Senior Vice President, Corporate Business Development and Sales at Prospecta, and Stu Hammer, the Senior Director, Application Offerings and Advisory Services, also at Prospecta. We were talking a lot about the cloud journey, what we're seeing today, some of the trends, uh, Stu, you mentioned something around application rationalization as a big focal point. We, we've seen from the CIO Council and OMB, the application rationalization playbook. Talk, walk me through what agencies are doing, what should they think about as they continue that process of application rationalization? Yeah, it's really about understanding, as I mentioned before, really understanding that portfolio, really getting a, a true understanding of the uh, capability and so we see this uh, with many agencies um, a, a multi-step process first initially getting uh, a good uh, understanding of that portfolio a good inventory the inventory is mandatory and that's something that we haven't seen uh, consistent across agencies but then going through a, a, a process of, of 
of looking at those those uh, applications and and the workloads for infrastructure and apps for cloud suitability, looking at them for the security aspects, looking at them for uh, in terms of of infrastructure suitability for the cloud and really driving out um, from a cost, a risk, a technical uh, quality and a functional quality, will they be able to be moved into the cloud? And then ultimately, build, as I mentioned before, building that roadmap, building that plan uh, of where they should go, you know, which cloud they should go to and driving out um, the, the, the roadmap and the business case behind that to, to really uh, focus on that. So one of the things that we've seen often is showstoppers within agencies. Uh, one of the agencies we did that had uh, well over you know, 200 and some uh, applications in their portfolio, uh, they thought they could move very, very fast and we found that only 12% of those apps could move into the cloud. And, uh, and, and then we had to apply different strategies to help them move that and accelerate that capability. And that's really what it's about. How do I get, get that plan in place from an apps rationalization? What do I turn off? What do I keep? And what do I remediate? That's interesting. 200 plus apps, we, we could, 190 of them can go and then only 12%. What was their reaction when you guys were like, I don't. I think you only got about ten or twelve apps. You know, twenty <laughs> there, apps that can go. There was. Uh, it was shock. Yeah. It was definitely shock, and it was ma mainly around showstoppers. Around you know, I didn't realize I was this far behind on versions of of uh, software uh, specific vulnerabilities that we exposed, and so it, that comes back to the security. So it's kind of like cleaning out the garage. Yeah. You, you find a lot of things, and but you have to get it cleaned out. Was there anything, uh, and again, I know we're not going to name the agency, but anything that you remember of like, wow, that, that application was like 35 years old and, and, and you know, COBOL based or something like that, anything fun like that? We had, we had definitely had um, def a number of, especially when it came to understanding the cost, and they truly under, didn't realize that the cost of some of these legacy mainframe systems were, were eating that much of the budget. And that, that was probably one of the, the you know, key uh, showstoppers that, that they uh, identified. Sean, one, one of the reasons that this application rationalization matters, and one of the reasons why the journey to the cloud, we talk about platform infrastructure, is, is not just the hybrid environment, but really the multi-cloud environment. Agencies are going to live in one, right at least we hope they will, right? There's a couple out there that we kind of are worried about. But talk to me a little bit about that multi-cloud environment and what you guys need to keep in mind and what agencies need to keep in mind. Yeah, we see it with our customers all the time. And it's really, it's what's informing what we want to be as a services company, right? They're going to have, no matter what acquisitions are out there, they've already moved into multi-cloud environment, right? So the platforms are out there from the public cloud and clearly there is activity to modernize government data centers. Some of them are going to be part of the enduring end state. And so, you know, we're going to have to get there, and this is all about aligning workload to end state, the right place, right? As you mentioned. So, us as a, a services company, that is really key to us. You know, we, we, don't, we don't hitch our star to one company. Uh, we, we think about what's right for the customer and what's driving that outcome and driving and managing that complexity across the multi-cloud environment, right? And it's going to be private, public, all that stuff. So that is what really informs our advise, our transform, and then ultimately our manage capability. And, and Stu, do you have an occasion where you say, hey, this application would run better on this type of cloud and that application would run better on this type of cloud? I mean, do you guys have that conversation with agencies? Absolutely, and that's part of our, our uh, suitability assessment, our cloud uh, assessment of the application portfolio, and really understanding what landing zone it, it makes sense for, uh, based on the, the technical 
capability, the, the, uh, the, how that application's made up, and, and additionally, really looking at security uh, carefully on that application. Is there a challenge that you see when your agencies talk about cloud? Like I, I know I've had conversations, uh, I saw the Justice Department CIO, Joe Klimovich, speak recently, and he talked about how they had something like less than 5% of all applications in the cloud, and five years later they have like 60%, and, but they have like 36 different clouds, which is just you know talking about a random acts of cloud. And I think, how, do, how can they bring the, that perspective together? So again, they don't have to go to one cloud or two clouds, but 36, and not picking on Joe, but it just seems like a lot as well. So how, how do you live in that environment? Because the complexity, I think that Sean brought up several times, Stu, either one of you. Yeah, I mean, a cloud sprawl is a problem. Yeah. I mean, so you can mm -hmm. go ahead, Stu, if you want to talk how we do that. Uh, yeah, so it, it's really about uh, the three things. It's, as Sean mentioned, understanding the complexity, understanding the interoperability, and then how you're going to manage it. So uh, this is a, CIOs, it, it's, they are uh, using this as an IT strategy to drive their digital transformation. And it's really about understanding you know, the, what stays in the data center and, and driving that cloud. And additionally, what are the tools? What are the processes you're going to do to broker it? And most importantly, what, what do you do with your workforce preparing for that cloud? We're just about out of time, and this has just been a, a fascinating conversation. Before I let you go, let me just ask this. One of the things about the cloud and this journey really is about the advanced capabilities. You know, the, the, I think, Sean, you may have mentioned it, the move toward artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics process automation. How does this kind of multi-cloud IT modernization, how does this all kind of lead agencies down that path to these emerging technologies? Right to go, Stu. Yeah. So basically, um, the cloud is 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 an enabler. Uh, it's it's a forcing uh, capability. It 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 opens up that infrastructure uh, to allow you to do a lot more uh, capabilities around uh, AI, around RPA, as an example. And when you tie that into the IT modernization, the core of IT it's IT modernization is complex especially when you're, as you referenced, some of the COBOL <coughs> legacy system, but it all comes down to business process and the business rules. And that's the same activity and the capabilities that RPA and AI work off of. So it becomes a supplement, so you can leverage the workflow, you can leverage the user interface, you can really accelerate your modernization by integrating the RPA and integrating some of the, the AI machine learning and, and improve your security, improve your um, uh, application transformation and, and, and workload transformation along the way. There's plenty more to talk about. Unfortunately, though, that's all the time we have for today. So let me first thank my guests, Sean Mullen, Senior Vice President, Corporate Business Development and Sales at Prospecta. Sean, thank you so much. And Stu Hammer, Senior Director, Application Offerings and Advisory Services, also at Prospecta. Stu, thank you. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Cloud Strategies, sponsored by Prospecta on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Prospecta. Thank you for listening to the discussion Cloud Strategies, sponsored by Prospecta on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Mission-focused cloud solutions, it's what we do. At Prospecta, we help our customers define, develop, and deploy a clear cloud strategy. No matter how complex the environment, we know what it takes to make government cloud successful. Bottom line, everyone talks about cloud, but Prospecta will actually get you there. Unleash your potential today. 
Learn more at perspecta.com slash cloud.